The Soul and Success Podcast is a show for women in marketing that explores how to unlock a profitable, aligned, and easy-to-manage business that propels your executive brand and gives you the freedom and kind of lifestyle you've always envisioned for you and your loved ones. Join Emily Roman, a fractional marketing leader in the tech startup community who has generated over $85 million in revenue for her clients and learn from the best in the game. Welcome back to the Soul and Success Podcast. My name is Emily Roman, and in today's episode, we're going to be talking about time management, focusing, and prioritizing in the right order, so that way you can generate revenue, stability, and ultimately grow because that is the kind of game that we're in, right? So um, this episode has been inspired by real life situations um, that I have been stumbling upon and that I've been talking to, uh, talking about to certain uh, mentees, apprentices, uh, peers, and also just really looking at uh, what I'm currently doing in terms of time management. Um, Some of you may know this, but I just recently had a baby. He is now almost, well, he's three months old. And uh, he is a doozy because he is actually completely the opposite of what my daughter was. And he likes to be held a lot and he just has a lot. He's more demanding. Okay. And so there, there's a lot of time consumption there. Uh, thankfully, I have my husband and I did retire him two years ago. Can't believe it's been two years ago. I think it's two years ago. I don't remember. A year and almost two years ago, actually. And um, and he is, you know, an amazing help, uh, an amazing support backbone to all of this. And actually, let me just kind of put this here, little note here on this podcast. I was actually reading this LinkedIn post uh, uh, today, this morning, and her name is, let me see if I can actually find her real quick. Her name is, and I hope I'm actually pronouncing, Lachey Lewis. Uh, she is a content strategy advisor. I actually heard from her in a podcast um, f- with David Gerhardt. I hope I'm pronouncing this correctly. And she just recently posted something about her husband. You know, she she is basically running a six-figure business now as a content strategy advisor from what I'm understanding here. She's, you know, she's gone through a lot of ups and downs, tried so many, you know, different business models like MLMs, Amazon FBA, affiliate marketing, wholesale real estate, trading. And through it all, her husband has been you know, a backbone and, you know, sacrificed a lot. Like he's walked miles to bring her food, dealt with, you know, the depression that happens and the, the times when we beat ourselves up as entrepreneurs because we are not really hitting the milestones and things that we envision when we go into this, right? Uh, so um, when I was thinking about that, I'm like, wow, like, you know, I, I have a similar story as Lachey. I, um, I met my husband in high school. We were, I was 14, he was 17, uh, and we're we're almost 20 years in. Um, 2024 is going to be our 20th year of knowing each other. Um, Lots of ups and downs, um, lots of lessons learned. I think that there is a, it's a blessing to, to have someone 
uh, by your side that has grown with you, but there's also a lot of challenges with that uh, because you don't know what you don't know until you know. <laughs> and so a lot of the mistakes that happen in our relationship, in our marriage, uh, sometimes tend to uh, not heal as quickly because it's not like you can actually walk away from the thing, right? So that's a story for another day. We can certainly talk about it. I'd love your feedback if you want to know more about relationships and entrepreneurship, how to like manage and navigate that because it, it is a topic. It's an important topic, especially for women in marketing, women entrepreneurs, um, you know, there has to be a very solid support system in your business, in your life for you to run your business and grow it, right? And one of the most important things that you need to assess when you are building this support system is how much do people actually believe in you, right? Um, last episode, we talked about buy-in at the very end of it, um, you know, how good leaders actually are able to um, easily get buy-in uh, from the team, right, that they run and also from executives like and also you know peers right colleagues and I think that there has to be also buy-in from your personal life like your family has to have buy-in your family should support you your husband should support you your children should understand you know kind of like the role that you play um, in the situation. Now, some of you may not have to go through this, but there is a very big segment of my audience where the women that listen to my podcast that follow me are the breadwinners, are the ones that want to retire the husband, have multiple kids in the house, young kids, and they do what they do, right? That the whole entrepreneurship thing, it, because at first it's because to you, they just want to supplement the income of the household um, because they see their husband working hard, long, long hours and just kind of like killing themselves. And you're like, that's not fair, right? Our children deserve to have both parents if possible in the picture. And if one is just killing themselves and not being present, that's not fair. So another reason why they may actually do this is because they want a different lifestyle for their family, right? Like, you know, it, we are humans are like a, a forward movement type of creature like we always want to move forward we want to do more we want to be better we want to improve the current state that we're in at all times right like there isn't there isn't or there shouldn't be an end to like an end goal to improving yourself improving your lifestyle improving the lifestyle of the ones that you love so there's something to be said about like really having that buy-in from your family from your support system and if you don't have buy-in uh, you know, I, I would say number one, um, the, 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 this is this is my recommendation uh, for people or for women that don't have buy-in, that don't be, don't have people that believe in them, right? The first thing that you want to do is begin outsourcing. Okay, <laughs> outsourcing even even the, sm the smallest things, right? Because sometimes you might be like, well, yeah, I mean, I'd love to outsource a lot of things, but it's expensive to outsource, right? I want you to switch your mindset to understand that your time is valuable because you're the rainmaker in your business and your hourly value, like your hourly rate is probably way, like probably 10 times more expensive than the hourly payment that you would invest in to make your life easier 
I'm going to give you an example for a, a very cheap example, like a very cheap example. Number one, don't wash clothes. You shouldn't be washing clo- clothes, okay? Because you can easily pay 20 bucks, 30 bucks, even 60 bucks, okay? To drop that thing, drop that pile of clothes and, and stuff and laundry into a laundromat and have other people wash and fold the clothes for you, okay? So that's that's first thing. Right there, you already saved yourself anywhere from two to three hours a week if you have a lot of people in your house. Um, where you don't have to fold clothes, you don't have to wash clothes, and you are good to go on that end, right? Another thing that you might want to invest on is something like Tavala, right? Tavala is this smart oven. I love it. It's $99. Um, I have an affiliate link. I'm going to put it somewhere here, so don't be out sh- out there buying stuff without my link, okay? But Tavala is $99, and they send you the, the oven, and then you can actually pay for... Uh, for them for a, a meal plan uh, and the, the the food is delicious and you can choose to get maybe like three like three to five lunches like your five day like your five day lunches uh, be be cooked right so if you have a, a, a husband then you get 10 lunches um, and you take it as you go right it's $99 plus probably like 80 bucks a week right but then you think about it how much are you actually spending on grubhub or instacart uh, not Gr- instacart because that's another one right grubhub uh uber eats spend that money to feed yourself and nourish yourself the right way Instacart is another way to outsource, like beginners outsourcing, right? Instacart is another way where instead of you having to spend an hour or two hours doing grocery shopping, just get the Instacart account and start actually just buying groceries from home, from home. Like you don't have to put the kids in the car, put their whatever, whatever. And this, this is, these are things that even a single mom can do, right? And that gives you time back. Now, the question is going to be, okay, now that I have regained that time, what do I use that time for, right? I My recommendation is self-care, right? Because if you are not taking care of your internal, your well-being, you're not going to be able to perform at your best. One of the things that this year I really want to start working on as soon as I can is actually my physical well-being. Like I want to lose uh, my baby weight and I want to be healthy and I want to be strong and I want to do it for me first but then also for my kids I want to be able to run around chase after them I want to be able to pick up my my kid like my my three-month-old and not have backaches which I do currently um, I have some pelvic issues so I mean I'm not gonna sit here and like attack myself about it and try to push myself to the borderline where it's not it's not healthy but it's also I have to lose weight because I'm actually 210 pounds right now and your girl needs to lose weight but going back to the outsourcing part once you actually regain some of those hours take those hours for yourself even if you can't go to the gym even if you can't go to the spa even if you can't get your nails done right because maybe you're a single mom or you can't you don't have the, the ability to get your kids out the out the way chill, watch TV with them, let them play for a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Like that, just just having those little moments of respite is, are going to be essential for you to like get your mind in the right state 
and really like remove that fog that sometimes happens because you are in a state of wanting to earn more, looking for more clients. You may have lost a client and now what, right? That is another thing that I've realized as I've gone throughout the years is that before I used to panic so hard when I lost a client, man. Like I used to feel like, oh my gosh, like, ah, uh, the world is gonna end. I, how am I gonna pay my bills and all this other stuff? Um, and now I don't feel that anymore. Like I feel like, okay, well, I lost a client. It's a shame, sad to see them go, whether it's because, you know, it's typically amicable, but it regardless, it sucks. But I don't sit there and dwell on that. And I think it's it's a combination of a couple of things number one is that I have so much confidence in myself that I know that I can get another client so easily and that my skill sets are in demand number two that I have created a cushion a financial cushion to withstand at least three to six months of my cost of living so that I don't feel like I have to rush into getting a new client And then obviously, uh, number three is going to be the systems that we put in place in our business to generate leads for us. Um, And so all of those those three things really have allowed me to not freak out when I lose a client. And so when I outsource and I give myself time, I'm not going to sit here and 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 sacrifice or or dedicate that extra time to generating revenue. I'm going to dedicated to first taking care of myself and then generating revenue. Um, So it's really important that you understand how to prioritize yourself, right? In the midst of all of the things that you're doing. Uh, Because trust me, I get it. I mean, I've been in 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 the situation where, you know, I almost lost my home. I was getting foreclosure notices. So there is a time and place for things. Like there's a season for grinding, but in the season of grinding, don't lose yourself and don't make wrong financial decisions that are going to continuously put you in that situation where you're paycheck to paycheck and that if you lose a client, it's going to really hurt you and put you in a situation of desperation, right? So as you're grinding, as you're earning these revenues, as you're earning income, put a little bit aside, right? Even if you have to sacrifice getting not getting your nails done or whatever it is, Put a little pile aside. Now, the next level outsourcing is obviously like school, right? Like for kids, like put the the kids in school, uh, in daycare. I am an advocate for that. I know that some women are going to be like, oh, I don't want to leave my children, stay at, you know, homeschooling. But for me, that's what it it works for me. I put my daughter uh, in Montessori school when she was 18 months old, I don't regret it. My mom would say, like, I come from a Latin household, okay? Both of our families are Latin, Puerto Rican, Costa Rican. So if you're Latin or if you are, you know, a minority, you're going to understand what I'm about to say. There's a lot of judgment when a mom puts their kids at a young age into school, because, oh, you should stay with your kids. But how can I stay with my kids if I need to make money to, to feed them? Okay? And, and, the, and the truth of the matter is, is that I want my relationship, my marriage to last till death do us part. And so there's, there's that situation of like, okay, I need to make sure that I prioritize me. 
and then it's my relationship, my marriage, right? And part of doing that and protecting those two elements is putting my kids in school at an early age. As a matter of fact, and I'll tell you about this in a little bit, I'm actually considering putting my three-month-old into school soon. So by the time he's six months old, he's going he's gonna to be in Montessori as well. Now, some people are going to be like, Emily, well, Montessori is expensive. It is. It is expensive. It's, it's expensive, but it's worth it because it makes, it gives me peace of mind, right? So I, I value certain things more than money, right? Like I value my time and I value my peace, right? Peace of mind is so important for me. And so I will pay top dollar to protect those two things for me. Um, and I rather have everything paid off, all my bills paid off, not have any money to travel to Paris, for example. But if I have peace of mind and my time to go garden or even just watch some Korean drama, I will pay for that. And I will be so glad. I would gladly just give my money away for that. And you have to understand and you have to come to terms with what is it that you want to actually like what you actually prioritize in life, right? Because some of you might be young people and single and ready to travel and stuff like that. Maybe you're not in, in, the, in the season that I'm in, right? Maybe peace of mind is not a big, big deal to you. Maybe having time for self-care is not a big deal. Maybe you're in that season of grinding and that's totally cool as well. The point here is that you have to learn how to prioritize um, what's important for you in your current situation, in your current season, right? So, the next level of outsourcing, the next very next level of outsourcing, I'm going to skip the part of being an American for a second. <laughs> it's actually leaving, living abroad, okay? Um, living abroad for families is like the very best thing that I will always recommend everyone. Like you have to do it. Like if you can just go leave this country and go out to another, go to Europe, go to Central America. I, I, obviously, I'm biased to Costa Rica because that's where I'm from and that's where we, ha- we have our house. We're building our house at. Um, but there's just so much more support out there for women and for families to actually grow their children, raise their children the right way with values, with traditions, um, with a, a worldly view. And at the same time, it's very affordable. So here, I paid a thirteen. No, it was sixteen hundred dollars a month for Bella's school in Montessori. In Costa Rica, I spend four hundred, almost five hundred dollars per 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 kid. Right. So now I know that when I go back, um, I'm gonna be spending around a thousand dollars for two children to go to private school. And what they do is they they cook all of their meals, homemade meals. Uh, from fresh ingredients, They're, they give them like extra, extra care. They have a Montessori curriculum, which is really important for me, bilingual, uh, bilingual classrooms. The teachers are CPR certified. Like it is night and day from the daycare that you have here. Um, on top of that, at home in Costa Rica, in, in my condo, I have a house manager who cooks, who cleans, who washes my clothes, who does errands like buying groceries when I'm sick. And um, I also have a nanny. As a matter of fact, I'm actually um, looking to hire uh, a nanny as well 
an additional nanny so that they can help us during the night. And I mean, like, this sounds very like Kardashian stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like celebrity type of babysitting situation, but it's something that it's affordable if, again, you do the three things that I told you earlier in the in the, in the podcast, right? Like have the right like lead generation systems, make the right financial decisions in your business, right? Prioritize your, your time correctly, manage it correctly. All of those things, in, in six months, if you do it correctly, you're gonna be in a situation where you can literally travel to another country and get supported literally like celebrity style, right? Like have your nannies, have your cook, have your cleaner and have you focus on the things that you actually want to do and you deserve to do. And honestly, it's like, it's almost, so once I got a taste of of that kind of lifestyle, I started feeling like, why isn't this something that everybody deserves every woman deserves to live a life where she's fully supported to do what she's meant to do in this world right and it's not happening in this world right now in fact what's happening is is that there is you know an attack against families the family unit it's there's attacks on the the female role the mom motherly role and the fatherly role, um, there's just so many things that are basically, to me, backwards, uh, in my opinion. And all I can think about is one of the reasons why I wanted to start sharing more content and my train of thoughts on these things and my opinions and also my experience, because that is the most important part of it, is that I do genuinely feel like every woman needs, deserves to be supported in order for her to like truly give the gift that she was given by God to the world. And sometimes, you know, it might be that you are a mom, a stay-at-home mom, and you you like a homestead situation. You still need rest. You still need support. Okay, these kids are crazy. They drive you nuts every once in a while, right? And so you need a break. And... When I think about my, the, the criticism and the judgment that comes from both ends of my family and my, not my friend circle, but because, because I've leveled that up, that's another, another podcast. <laughs> but anyways, it's like somehow you're expected to like make money, be beautiful, taking care of, have like you know, a banging body, go to church, take care of your kids, make sure that they're well-dressed, make sure that they're educated, make sure that they're, you know, all of these things. Like, how can you, how can you have so many, that's such an unrealistic expectation for women. And the worst part is, is that we women are accepting that, right? And that's another reason why I advocate for being an entrepreneur. If you're a woman, you should be an entrepreneur, which takes me to, again, you know, there's other biblical, um, you know, there's there's a biblical, there's a scripture in the Bible that talks about the entrepreneurial woman. And it, like that is the epitome of being a woman of God. You have to be entrepreneurial because, especially in, in today's age, right? Because all of these um 
unrealistic expectations that are happening, it doesn't mean that you can't fulfill the expectations of having well-dressed children, well-educated children, children that are taken care of, uh, healthy meals at home, a, a healthy body, a healthy mind, but you need the support. And that is the key, the missing piece of all of this. Um, so if you realize this, I encourage you, like if you realize all of this is actually resonating with you as a woman in marketing, I encourage you to start sh- small, right? Like if, if you are not at $10,000 a month, you're not bringing that kind of money home, um, start small. It doesn't, again, it doesn't mean that, what is going on here? Jeez, 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 guys. Again, this is not edited, right? Um, I encourage you guys to start small. Outsource, you know, get the Tavala oven, Instacart, laundry, any little bit helps. Any little bit helps. The more time you have to nourish your soul, your well-being, your physical, the more fire in you is going to like just come up. And I've realized that I've actually, I've had to actually do the other thing, the, the, the opposite of this. I've had to tap into, into starvation almost. Like I, I'm starving for support. I'm starving for, I'm losing my mind. I am losing my home. My, I don't know, I don't want to, I, I want to give a different lifestyle to my children than what I currently have. Bills are not getting paid. We don't have any money. So I've tapped into that fire f- by, by actually, you know, when, when I'm kind of like cornered. But there is something so beautiful about tapping into that fire when you are well-resourced. Because then you have the ability to observe better and help more and pour into a community and actually impact people's lives. Because when you're when you're on the other side of the coin, when you are tapping into that fire or into that flame from a scarcity mindset, all you're thinking about is how do you survive? And sometimes you become like a wolf, right? A lone wolf and you're just out there hunting and just making sure that you're fed. Versus being a lioness in a pride where you are kind of every single thing that you do impacts the entire pride, right? And there's something to be said about scaling that level of impact um, across communities across people that are listening um you know through your met for through mentorship programs students apprentices and things of that nature it's you're impacting more people's lives and you're pouring from an abundant angle right um so that is it for today Uh, i hope that this podcast uh, was valuable to you i'd love for you to share your feedback and if anything Uh, you know, truly, truly resonated and you want to give me some insights or anything like that, your thoughts, please just email me at support at emilyroman.com or tag me on Instagram at the Emily Roman. Talk to you later.